What's up, everybody? It's Bricky, Sergeant Benny, and we are back for another episode of Life Through Our Lens. And Benny said an, an old trend is on the way back. What you got for us, Benny? The head nod. The head nod is back. It is back. People are back in circulation. And for everybody out there, every male at least knows this. I'm pretty sure every female knows it as well. But since people are out and about again, walking by just a random stranger, you see another guy, you get the head nod. I don't know what the difference is up and down. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. I don't know what that means, but you just do it back. It's like an autopilot thing. You see somebody, you give them the heads up, they give you the heads up, you go on your way. I feel like the, like when you just give them like the, the up, that's a little more casual. The down is professional. It's just, Ooh, it's yeah. like uh, tipping your hat when you were a cowboy. Exactly. Exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Ma'am. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> you think that's where it comes from? I'm trying to figure it out. I've been, I've been scratching my where, head around. Where the head nod comes from? It's like you make yeah. eye contact and then it's like a sada. Yeah. Yeah. But no yeah. words are exchanged, but I feel like you just literally got that person's approval. Like hey, your, your approval. Yeah. Up, sadu, down, ma'am, howdy. <laughs> So is that the, do females do this too? Have you ever seen females do the nod? I feel like they're more of like a wave. A wave, okay. A wave. Just maybe men are just better with strangers. I don't know. I feel like it's almost like a like prehistoric predatory thing and we're just like still in our primal brains. We're walking past another male and we're like, I approve of you to continue walking by. You're, wel- <laughs> you're welcome to walk by me now. And then they, they give you the like the same authority back. The one thing I'm curious about is like, Sometimes you start the head nod and you get a response, but on the inverse, sometimes the other person does. And then it's like, do you blow them off or do you give back to them? <laughs> oh yeah. I always, I'm a, I'll give a head nod. Yeah. I, Minnesota nice, you know, head nod, give it back. Minnesota. I've even gone as far as saying hi to strangers. Wow. Just walking on by. Hey there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so How are you doing? That's a goofy one too. No, uh, I don't say hey there. Uh, maybe it's very common in minnesota to say yeah. hi to rand like if you're out for a walk and you pass one hey and that's not in the, new york not at weird. all I, yeah i don't know it's not as common Buffalo's different Buffalo's very midwestern they do have that uh, that friendly feel everybody will say hi to you at the grocery store but i am you know speaking of the walking by somebody a little chat it always ends up with you know hey how are you doing well how are you and then you're like 50 feet from each other you gotta like i'm doing good thanks <laughs> turn around and yell back to them <laughs> here's like, a bad move if let's say you're going to the mall grocery store said shopping center if you don't want to talk to anyone just throw in the headphones i uh i was shopping for a swimsuit because none of mine fit anymore and i heard i just stone cold blew this lady off i was trying to help me i heard her but i was like nope i got headphones in. i, I make sure i have wired ones so she's like once she's like, wow, that guy's an asshole. Oh, wait, no, he's listening to jams on his freaking headphones. And then, you know, just go in and out because you don't have to do that awkward. Can I help you? No, no, you can't. I know what I want. If it's not here, I'm leaving. You don't need to help me. Good point. Those people are very annoying. Well, I get I get it. Yeah. But it's like, just piss off. I don't want to. I don't want to listen to your spiel. We got a really nice set right here. If you see in our specials. <laughs> I'm just looking. That's what that's the move. I'm just looking. Oh, okay. Well, we're over here if you need us. We're over here. It's the like the the woody polstering uh oh, yeah. thing, you know. There's a oh. snake in my boot. Yeah. 
we'll just be over there just looking at you for the next however long you're in the store. It was, it was, <laughs> this is just so stupid, but <laughs> you just triggered this in my brain, Brickner. I took three years of Spanish in high school. And the only thing I can remember was watching Toy Story and what he, La Serpiente en la Bota. That's there's a snake <laughs> in my boot. <laughs> That's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> you guys watch Toy Story in Spanish. Holy Fuck yeah, we were listening to songs and shit too. A serpiente in la bota. That's awesome. <laughs> so back to this head nod. Uh, yeah, sorry. We're, we're doing it again. You know, it's back. It's back. So I've been, everybody mirrors each other's behavior. So if you smile at somebody, their natural response is to smile back. So I've been trying to do like weird facial expressions to see if people mimic it. And it's been working and it's been awesome. So I'll do like a surprised face, like, and people will be like, and it's just like, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out like, is a frown too grumpy, but you know, just doing like weird stuff with your face and walking by people will they'll do it back and it's hysterical. So you're just going Bah! like, you're just giving like, <laughs> what do yeah. you do? Yeah. Just weird faces, dude. The surprise one's my favorite because it's better than a smile. It's better than just being like, and then they do the, the awkward smile back instead of that, start doing the surprise. Like, can and you, they'll they'll do it back, dude. You should do some like blue steel Zoolander looks. <laughs> Start dude. getting my model face on. Can you do one, Sarge? You I, said that confidently. You got the blue steel. Ooh, her slips. <laughs> the first ever duck face. All right, let's move on to our segment this week, and it is kick of the week. One of our favorite segments. Benny, let them know what it's about. Kick of the week, baby. We're back. This is our third installment, fourth installment. We on number, I don't know, three or I four. Might, it's yeah, relevant. three or four. Yeah. Well, anyway, something that you're newly on, kind of obsessed with. You're on a new kick, for lack of a better word, or something that you're trying to kick to the curb. So we all, uh, you know, you get on one every single week, and we're gonna open it up. And I think we're starting with Sarge today. He's a he's a late late arrival to the party on this one. So what do you got for us, man? Yeah. So uh, I struggled coming up with one this week, but I and I don't know why. Like the past week and a half, I have been absolutely enthralled with the Doors and specifically Jim Morrison, their lead singer. I mean, these guys were fucking awesome. And I never really listened to their music until literally like a week ago uh, when one of my coworkers threw it on. I'm just like, this shit kind of bangs. I'm fe-. like, so they have an organ player, right? And it's basically like being at a rock and roll carnival. Like the organ sounds like you're in a carnival going around like a crazy ass, like mirror ground instead of horses, it's guitars or like a drum set or whatever. But just their lifestyle was absolutely fucking nuts they're they were basically the american rolling stones which is really freaking cool were they at woodstock oh yeah like dude like it was like them Jimi hendrix janice joplin like led zeppelin like dude these fucking concerts were on like to say they were stacked would be the biggest understatement of all time i mean it, it would have been just amazing to see and my god did they do a lot of drugs holy shit <laughs> They basically had what? no. They had beans. <laughs> they had beans and LSD as their uh, diet. What the hell is beans? Like fucking brown, like you know, bushes. Oh, it's, beans. it's like not canned. a drug. I thought you meant oh. beans was a drug. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, those beans, man. That's I what so I thought. I was like, beans. man, I'm old. I don't know what beans are. <laughs> beans. Yeah, <Magic> beans. <laughs> even Stevens. What a great character. Anyways, what's even fucking cooler? First song they ever write. Uh, Light My Fire, number one Billboard hit. Just one for one. Like, how sick out of is the that? Gate? Out of the gate. Out of the gate, dude. 
just first song like hey yeah yeah i wrote a song bam number one hit man crazy yeah and jim morrison was just a character and a half but he was super super smart like he was like reading crazy poetry at like age nine i feel like all musicians like that are kind of weird in that sense when they're growing up not weird but so his dad was like a really high up in the air force and they like were an army family so they just bop around all he wanted to do was read because they were just driving everywhere and it's like okay i guess we're going to arizona i guess we're going to california and you know all that shit but god i would love to have been a rock star you know i played bass it would have been sick to perform on stage but there's no way i could ever do it because i actually don't know how to do anything musically i just like can play by ear but these guys just were like yeah we're gonna start a band and like none of them really played guitar or whatever well they did like other stuff but then they just learned and then just first song number one hit number one number one i have one fun fact about the doors i guess it's not really about the doors but tech nine in my Mount rushmore of artists his record label is strange music and he got that from the doors yep yeah, so they have People Are Strange is a pretty decent song. And it's, I don't know, you got to take in mind, like, they're writing these songs in 1967 or very early 70s until Jim Morrison died, probably of, like, OD or some shit. But is uh, Riders on the Storm, is that The Doors? That oh, yeah. Rocks. Yeah. Yes, Oof. it fucking does. Yeah, they, dude, I've been, uh, they have a song on Guitar Hero or uh, Rock Band, uh, Love Me Two Times. That's, kind of, that's a little toe tap of there. um but was cool so they didn't have a bass player which i'm like fuck that like all great rock bands do but organist was playing two organs at the same fucking time so there's one was like a bass so you're playing like the bass guitar and then the organ at the same time so he just fucking oh oh, two pianos basically just all around i mean just super cool guitar player ugly bastard but uh could just rip he was like uh basically the next elvis and what's kind of cool is that elvis's bass player recorded an album with him which that baseline that he made up was Riders on the Storm or of the Storm. Okay. Yeah. Which is sick. That's a sick baseline. So Sarge, wait, did I hear that correctly that he died like early 70s? Yeah, in Paris. He like he was just so fucked up. He's trying to get sober. I mean, just hammering booze, coke, all that shit. So they only um, had like a four or five year stint. Yeah, and all their albums went platinum. They've they wow, sold over okay. they sold over 80 million records and every year a million of their records are still being sold i dude they ripped dude give them a shot man i'm telling you it's i was like wow i can't believe i haven't listened to this how do you think they came up with the name the doors all right so that's great that you asked that so it's from a poem that jim morrison really likes um damn it i was really hoping that they were just like do you want to do the lamps? Yeah. No. Oh, it's it's from a book. Sorry, but the chandeliers. No. They're just but the door. Down doors. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. here, we, speaking. Of, <clears throat> remember when I said they did a shit ton of LSD? So the the doors of perceptions where it's from, and it's basically the doors is like you take LSD and then you're in another world. So you open the door oh. to that world. Wow. That's I really sweet. That dude, is they're sweet. fucking sweet. Like that's deep. Dude, there he's a lyrical fucking genius. And he also has like a couple poems out and shit. Like, I don't know. This guy was incredible. Do you know how old he was when he died? 27. He's part of that forever. 27. Oh, the 27 club. Wow. Okay. Yep. There. Wasn't Mac Miller was in the 27 club, right? Yep. R.I.P. God, man. I loved Mac Miller. Still do. Um, yeah, like Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix, Janice Joplin, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain. Oh, that's another big one. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Is he, he's, mm, God, 
I'm going to guess I, I was going to make it look so stupid. Is he Nirvana? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I How, thought that was going to be a super bad guess. Yeah. You were yeah. digging through the well there, but it came out. I know. <laughs> minty. So I didn't, I, I've, I've briefly heard of the 27 club. I didn't know this many. Big oh yeah. Musicians all die. And there, all motherfucking superstars. Like legends. Yeah. 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 They're all going to live on forever. Exactly. But what's cool is how they kind of got their break was they opened for Van Morrison and he liked them so much. He's like, yeah, you guys can just like stay on. And then they ripped and all of a sudden blew up. Whoa. Are they re- so Morrison Morris? Are they related? Nah. No connection? Other than being at the Whiskey A Go Go at one time together. I'm sure that they're Eskimo brothers. They are 100% Eskimo <laughs> brothers. <laughs> Couple times over. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. But uh, okay, so one one quick story. So so Jim was just going through a bad time, and so he was super fucked up one night on stage in Miami, and it started their like 40 city tour, which was like huge at the time. And he just he originated the put your finger through your pee hole of your jeans and pretend it's your wiener. He did that in like 1969. <laughs> like, hey, you guys want to see my cock turn up oh, finger? <laughs> and he got a, he was like getting getting felony charges brought against him. And yeah, wild. But he created he basically started a movement that middle school Matt really <laughs> enjoyed doing. I'm gonna say that definitely still lives on today. 100 percent Yeah, so that's my kick of the week. All right, Benny, what do you got? I'm pretty jacked about my kick of the week. The Olympics are coming into session here and the Olympics are always fascinating. Obviously got delayed because of COVID last year, but on top of that, the Paralympics are amazing, both from just a confidence booster. Like these guys are all super inspirational. They all have massive disadvantages, whether it's cognitive or physical limitations. And I got sucked into this, you know, You've heard about it before. I thought it was not as publicized as it is, but there are so many cool events that are out there for these individuals and, you know, hats off to the committee because they are wicked creative. And honestly, some of these games sound awesome. The one game that I got absolutely like sucked into right away is called goal ball. So it's for people with uh, vision impairments. So it's, I think it's three on three or four on four and they're playing against each other at like 75 80 feet all of them have um like blackout goggles on and they're on their hands and knees the goals are about they're like it's like playing mini sticks it's uh yeah it's like a kilogram ball and they just like whip it across and try to score and the way that they do this is all by their ears there's bells and whistles in the ball so you just see these these dudes like stand up they like heave a ball they don't bounce very much and they just like dive and try to block it. Does anybody just get nailed in the face? Yeah, I've seen some crazy highlights. Also seen some like miraculous saves, like it hits the post and the dude's like batting it out like a crazy goalie. It's fascinating, but it's all by sound. And I was like blown away that these individuals are so in tune with hearing that they can stop a whistling ball coming at them. But fascinating nevertheless. You should see, honestly, like look at wheelchair rugby. You want to see some crazy highlights? These dudes go freaking hard. They are ramming the shit out of each other. I bet their arms are the size of like redwood oaks. Absolute Hulk mode on the arms. So it, it's it's honestly fascinating on that capacity. The other uh, big one, I think this video kind of went viral on SportsCenter. What's his name? Uh, David Brown, a sprinter, ran a sub 10 second 100 meter dash. He's blind. He's blind. So the way they do this is they they tether wrists with a guide 
So this guide is like probably the nicest human being. Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah. The guide is like super duper fast as well. I don't, I didn't like really look into him, but he's uh, obviously a pretty elite athlete if he can keep pace with this individual, but they're tethered at the wrist. And this guy ran on sub 10 second, hundred meter dash. And think how much you're, you'd have to be perfectly in sync with your arms. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Did the guide also get a gold medal? I think he gets something. I don't know. He's, I looked at, like kind of tried to look into him a little bit and he's, he's been doing this for like 10 years. He's an older guy and just still in crazy shape, helping people run, which is, which is wild. I have a bunch of shit. That's dude. That's fast. Like that's elite athlete. His uh, resume just blind sprinting guide. (laughs) It's 2010 uh, to present. It's, it's insane. Like his name is uh, Jerome Avery. The guy's an absolute legend. So like all these guys are so selfless trying to help everybody out. And I don't know, man, it's honestly super inspiring and motivating all these people, but there are, there are so many different things that these people do. And honestly, another cool one is they play blind soccer. How is that possible? And you watch videos and they're good, dude. Like they have crazy foot skills and they're like deacon and dodging and everything. And that one, I like spent a decent amount of time checking out. So they actually have, it's, I think it's five on five. There's four players on the field and then there's two goalies. The goalies are either like visually impaired or they have like significant uh, vision issues. And they have a coach at midfield that like basically gives the players directions of where the other players are. The ball again has whistles and bells in it. So they have like sound barrier for that. And then they also have a coach or like a teammate that has good vision as well on each goal. So they're basically like when they're in attack they're zone, cheaters. The coach, yeah. The coach is like, you know, like move, right, move, right, move left. And it's wild. And then dude, if they don't score, if it comes to a draw or a tie game or whatever, they always end in shootouts. So what the guy does is he takes this like noise maker thing and he bangs the post on each side and then the top. And then that's how the, the player knows where to aim. And it's, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And I, I may be talking about it. It's not doing it justice. I, I saved all these videos so we can share them after this, when this comes out, because it's insane, dude, I'm blown away. I can't believe that they're this good. Like they beat our asses at soccer. It wouldn't even be close. Oh yeah. I'm terrible at soccer and I hate it. I took a soccer class in college, so I'm pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, you're our stud. You better play defense and goalie and attack. I'm a strictly right foot guy. Yeah. yeah. Duh. So I got, I got two more crazy things that I got to talk about for this. Cause it's, it's, it's honestly endless, but these are like the two coolest things I saw. So there's a skateboarder that competes who is blind and uses a walking stick. That's with, sick. With like a ball on the end. I don't know what's on the end, but that's how he does. And he like drops into a half pipe, not a half pipe, but like a, like a bowl type area. And he does tricks. I was like, how is this even possible? Dude, if I could have one skill without like having to practice at all, just because I would get hurt practicing, it would be skateboarding. Skateboarding is so awesome. It's so fucking cool. I never could do it. I wish I could have skateboarded. I didn't give it the time it needed. You're just not coordinated enough. (laughs) No, no, I'm not. I don't belong on boards, skis, (laughs) two things, not one. I never really got into skateboarding. I did go through an inline skating phase, though, in seventh and eighth grade. Used to go to the skate park with the rollerblades. Yeah. Nice. Dropping in scary as hell until you figure it out. Oh yeah. I bruised my tailbone a couple times doing that. (laughs) Go down as. Yep. 
Uh, did the uh, Disney movie classic Brink inspire you to? Uh... Definitely a little bit of inspiration. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty jazzed. Brink is a lights out Disney film. Have Disney Plus. Watched it. Still awesome. Really? I'm yeah. shocked by that. What about a Johnny Tsunami? I haven't had the heart to watch that because I also love that movie. But some of them are just absolute stinkers now. When you're a kid, it's like a magical land. And now it's like, God, this is so bad. <laughs> But I, I still like Brink. Outside of that, so you guys will appreciate this being more gifted in like hunting and fishing capabilities. They have a crazy expansive shooting, sporting, lots of different options for people that have impairments. And this one guy, he's, I think he's won multiple times. He has no arms. He uses everything with his teeth. He, I think he uses his like kneecaps to like hold what? the bow up. And then he pulls the whatever it's back with his teeth. And his name on Instagram is the Armless Archer. And it's amazing. I was that's awesome. And he's good. I watched the video. Dude hits bullseye. Boom, boom, boom. Three tens in a row. Not even a like flinch. The armless archer, dude. How does he does he still have like the Robin Hood and you know he got the arrows on your back? Does he does he like reach with his toe and like he might, dude. I don't know. It's crazy, man. I got to send you the videos. Honestly, this will be, we'll be, I'll be sharing lots of videos on the, on the gram for people to check out. If they haven't seen this, you like, you have to go down this rabbit hole. It's insane. You're going to be like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. No excuse to not be happy right now. Yeah, man. That's my freaking kick of the week. I am jacked, inspired as hell and good for all these people and people that run this event. I'm serious, man. It's like heartfelt. I'm like, I'm honestly touched, dude. It's so cool. I just want to help people out, man. It's like, you know, I, I'm I'm imagining being somebody that, you know, if you get into a shitty accident or something, like if I couldn't walk anymore, God forbid, I would be devastated and like super depressed. And I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming that's happened for a lot of people where they have disabilities or maybe you're born with something and they have an opportunity to compete and, you know, find a different purpose, even though they have limitations. I think that's cool as hell, man. That's cool yeah. as hell. All right. Passing it on coming to me i'm actually super pumped about this one because usually when we do these segments i'm scrambling just to be like what have i done in the last week and what can i talk about but this one's actually sweet and i can't take credit for it um if you listen to the spit and chicklets podcast uh the host ra has been talking about this for years and it's washing your hat in the shower like your baseball hats it's awesome Literally, I have this hat that is five years old and I, it turned into a workout hat. I brought it in the shower. You just literally, you wear it in the shower, shampoo it on your head, take it off, flip it inside out, wash the inside. It looks brand new. It is awesome because dude, you know, when you like, when you sweat and the, the brim and like that first little inch gets that thing there and it stains it, dude, just wear it in the shower. It cleans it out. It's it's unbelievable. This can work for guys and ladies. White hats recommend. Just water? No, 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 no. You okay. you like wear it in the shower, soak it like it's getting soaked. It's on your head, and then you literally take your soap or your three in one or your shampoo and you wash the hat. Come you, on, you wash it and then you flip, take it off, flip it inside out, wash the inside. Dude, it works. What if you have like blue? shampoo or like blue body wash no no problem you gotta got like is there any specific instructions we don't want people taking like green irish spring to their white hat and then they come comes out tinted all right <laughs> let me ask you this do you have blue body wash and have you turned blue fair enough 
Fair enough. No, he spins on you there, Benny. I Just, digress. Okay, okay, so I want both of you to try this. The only thing, so I've tried on a bunch of hats, and it's worked out a bu- on uh, almost all of them. I have a twins hat that was like I wore it a ton, and it got really, really, really faded and sweat, and it doesn't bring back fade. That's the one thing I can't reverse. But like the dirt and the grime, because if you guys, you guys have both tried washing hats in the dishwasher, right? No. No, neither. No. All right. Well, Never. honestly, once the hat's kind of done, I just use it as like a shitty hat, wear it for like two years and then see you later. All right. Get one of those and try it out. I want to see some see some action here. If this works, I will be I, I will be the first to promote. It. I'm skeptical. All I right. can't believe that this works. And yep. you're you're like completely confident no matter what. It's just I've like done it to a bunch of hats. Yeah, it and works. So what's like you difference between fade? You mean like like sun fading? Yes. Okay, so that's fine. But it will like get out all the dirt and if like the like the salt marks. That's my issue. I can't wear certain hats to golf if it's over eighty degrees. I never wear this hat because then it gets freaking destroyed, and I don't want to wreck this hat. So if you wear it, just the when you get home and the, when you take a shower, shower with it, clean it, and then you just literally you leave it over like the shower head to dry, and just leave it overnight to dry. How is no one talking about this before? This is amazing news. This is going to, you know what? The hat industry has put a freaking yeah. bow on everybody's lips for this one because <laughs> yeah. they're like, hey, we're we're losing business. Our hats are going to last 10 times as long. If I can get the sweat stains out, I will wear nicer hats out more. I'll look better. I'll feel better. I'll probably play golf better. So trifecta, Ricky. Because I've always been hesitant to get white hats because they get dirty like that. Mm-hmm. So I actually bought a brand new one and I haven't even worn it yet, but I'm going to like keep up on it. it the guy from Spitting Chicklets RA swears by it. He has a hat that is 30 years old and it looks damn near brand new. I'm giving it a shot. You I have to. You know, when I shower tomorrow, it's getting a wash. I'll get a before and after photo for you, Bricky. This hat's been through the ringer. It's like a six, seven year old hat. Never been washed. It's gross. So if it works Let's on see this it. hat, it works on every hat. I love it. So white hats are going to be making a comeback. Yeah, I'm just, I I don't wear much white at all. I bought a pair of all white sneakers, wore them two times in eight months. Well, just uh, wear them in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, just shoes and hats in the shower, nothing else. Just wear your outfit for the day in there, wash it, and then hang it up. Okay, let me ask you this. I have a, I have a critical question. Because anytime a hat gets wet or it's kind of like clothes as well, if you just let it kind of fester it stinks so there's no there's no smell associated with the hat afterwards it's back to normal no must i mean you're washing it with soap benny what kind of so what traumatic experience have you had where you got dyed and smelt like shit like i'm so confused here it's more like you know you leave you know like clothes in the laundry for you to put in the dryer you know you're if you're soaking a hat and it just air dries there's no issues with it being stinky there is a big difference between leaving your clothes in the washer and putting them out on the clothesline. If you wash your hat and then put it in like a Tupperware and didn't allow any air in it, it would probably smell. That's it. I have no other uh, holes to try to poke. You've, you've totally answered everything very lawyerly, which is awesome. And <laughs> I, I trust you at this point wholeheartedly. So you won. You're going back to back to back episodes with pro tips as well. So life hack yeah you are the hack man call me life hack brack life hack zach there, there you go. go it was right there <laughs> it was right there and swing and a miss <laughs> 
Rung him up. Jeez Louise, coach. <laughs> all right, that'll wrap up this episode of Life Through Our Lens. Once again, thank you all very much for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, take her easy. Sarge skipped it, so I'm going to say it. Spread the word, you frickin' turds. Seriously, do it. If you're enjoying these episodes, and it seems like a fair amount of you are, tell your friends and family. Word of mouth is the best way for our listenership to continue to grow. If people ask what it's about, just tell them it's a relatable podcast about observations and experiences from everyday life. And Sarge says the F word a lot. Like a fucking lot. We still love them. If you're not following us on Instagram, make sure to check it out at Life Through Our Lens 00. I'm going to be posting before and after pictures of the shower hat. I want you all to give it a try and let us know how it goes. I promise you'll love it. Whether you like it or not, Lens Day is here to stay. So say it with me. We'll see you next Lens Day. Bye.